0: beauty of it is let's say i want to go to plan to go out to dinner with my boyfriend or my girlfriend and have a girls night or a date night then i plan my rest of my day around those meals so that's how you're able to live your life with freedom and capacity to do and eat what you want to do as you please here's what i like to tell my clients you can have anything you want but you can't have everything
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Days with Dom, episode 22 with Krista Huber, part one of a two part series. A conversation that I had with her, a really awesome conversation, and felt like it would have been more beneficial to break it up into two parts. Krista, first off, is a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach. She is the founder and owner of The Fitness Fix. You can check out her website, really awesome website with a lot of great links to stuff that she's doing in the fitness and nutrition industry. I'll link that in the show notes so you guys can check that out. She's also the co founder and CEO of The Well, which is a total mind, body, spirit, and beauty company. She currently specializes in nutritional coaching, mindfulness, and overall well being. And she's an absolute badass. You can tell that she's why she's such an impressive coach. And in this episode, she talks about uh, how to lose fat. So she's like a fat loss specialist, and she has a ton of different clients that have seen incredible progress, not only in their fitness and their nutrition, but also in their overall mindfulness. Uh, she also taught me how to track my macros, which for those of you who don't know, you can listen and you'll find out how you can do that yourself. It's the three core parts of nutrition, especially in fat loss, is you track your carbohydrates, your fat consumption, and your protein intake. And overall, that's going to help you if you stick to that goal. Everybody has different macros. So if you stick to your designated macro goal, then you're guaranteed to see some fat loss and whatever nutritional uh, changes that you want to make in your life. So without further ado, let's get into the episode, episode 22 with Krista Huber, part one of part two segments. Okay, here we go. Krista Huber in the flesh, well, kinda, via Zoom. Krista, I know you're in the car you're right now, so hopefully mm-hmm. I'm not liable for that. So I know you're kicking ass and taking names, and you got a lot on your schedule, a lot of people to see, places to go, things to do. But thank you for spending it's some time easy. with me today.
0: Of course, you are so welcome. I uh, am happy to be here, for sure. I um, am super pumped because I... Had the pleasure of meeting my guy, Dom, through my brother, Dane, fellow Red Devil. Shout out to Dickinson. Um, they met through sports, I guess, right? Because you're a yeah. football player, and Dane was a lacrosse player before he yep. had to hang up his jersey, retire the cleats, throw his stick away, and um, I, uh, that was a hard experience for my brother, and I know that people like yourself got through it, I think. This podcast is a testament to what it's like to be a college athlete, be a college student and manage all that and balance it. And my brother faced some pretty tough experiences during the time that he was a a part of that community. And I I saw him grow a lot um, in having conversations about race, having conversations about role, gender, diversity, uh, all stuff that's super relevant today and um he's been in some pretty cool leadership positions he might not have thought it was cool at the time but I think he got a lot out of that he has mad respect for coach Webster as do I I saw him shape my brother and many of his friends into the person that he is today so Webby if you ever listen to this thank you for making my brother the man that he is because he has your back till the day he dies and I know that's a mutual feeling which is really fucking special so all that said Um, Let me tell you a little bit about me. That's how we met. Me and Dom got connected through Dane and uh, saw Dom hitting this podcast. I myself am starting a podcast among many, many other ventures that I will get into in a short with not here. But um, my first one is a website called The Fitness Fix. I am a nutrition professional and fitness professional by day. Uh, Was formerly just that as a side gig for about two and a half years. I got my start in fitness in college and I never looked back. I uh, to Washington and Lee University in Virginia go Jenny and I um had a really great experience there it was interesting I learned a lot about myself I set out to be a journalist I thought that if we were having this conversation right now today seven years ago Krista would have told you that it would have been in the context of me becoming a um have a sick I really paid attention to what I was eating. And then finally, I was just like, enough is enough. I moved to Charlotte. I started my life as a uh, young professional. transforming lives and he has had over 20,000 clients in less than six years the business is worth more than six million dollars came from nothing he's based out of Newburgh um, New York and has offices up there and he killed it he has a bunch of coaches many of whom I interact with today shout out to my coach Sinan he's awesome you should also get him on the pod he lives in Turkey and he's just a super interesting human being um he's really cool he's at Penn State right now getting his um finishing up his clinicals, wrapping up his dietetics degree, his coaching or his thesis focuses on the views and cues and role of motivational questions in the context of nutrition coaching. So fascinating shit. I'm going to read his thesis and for reason since I have my journalism background and that degree still put to use despite my parents dismay that They dropped 250 Gs for me to go to a very good university and not exactly do with my career what I was supposed to, but that's the beauty of a liberal arts education. Um, So anyway, I uh, wound up doing that. I I got involved with them. I lost 12 pounds in 12 weeks, and I completely transformed my body. That experience inspired me to be like, I got to do something with this because more people need to know about this method. So I got my own certification. I have a precision nutrition cert um, that I recently wrapped up. And I started getting involved in this because I was a client at a gym in Charlotte. It was called Burn Boot Camp. They were opening a second location. I was still working in finance. I started my gig at Bank of America. Hated corporate America. Wasn't for me. Was in a sales training program. Had a wonderful boss who recognized my desire to dream bigger, do better, work harder. And he pushed me and compelled me to go on to a different role. So I left the bank after much uh, pushback from my parents. I took a job with a company called Bearings, which is an asset manager, moved back into the communications realm, and unfortunately, uh, there was a lot of politics, shit from the top that was preventing me from doing my job, and in true millennial fashion, I said, I'm not making an impact, and I'm not making a difference, so I'm going to go do something real and cool with my life, and ultimately, what happened was, Burn Bootcamp approached me to help them launch their second location, in one of many locations, but this particular franchise's second location in Charlotte, I did the damn thing. Quit my job, left behind benefits, forgoed a 401k, vacation hours, all the damn things. And quite frankly, it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. I wouldn't be sitting here speaking to you and talking about this today. I was making a lot of money, more money there, than I ever did in any other role that I've had. And I enjoyed what I did. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning every day. I was teaching 40 classes a week. It was nuts. I probably need lymph node surgery after the shit I pulled. But guess what, it was worth it. I had the opportunity to impact change, real, effective, measurable change. My ex-fiance, and yes, I said ex, and I'll get into that in a second, because that's really the juicy part of my story. Um, he. Uh, Kind of said to me the other day, as well as uh, a guy that I recently started seeing, um, said to me. Chris, said, they both said the same thing. You have an uncanny ability to connect other people, and not in the sense of like make a connection, meaning like, like be like, all right, Dom, like I see into your soul, sort of, sort of shit. Like more in the connection sense of like, oh, Dom, you're looking for a job? You work in finance? Let me go call my friend Josh because he's got a position over at Wells Fargo, and even if he doesn't, he's a great dude to network with. That's my MO. That's who I am as a person, and that's the legacy that I want to lead with. long story short, I ultimately found myself in a situation where unfortunately, I um, ate a lot of dog shit and took a lot of flame for a lot of things that weren't my fault. And I wound up um, growing into a role where I had no, I, I, I reached the limit, I reached the feeling. Ultimately, I wanted to become like a trainer manager where I oversaw different trainers and oversaw their continuing education and their ability to get on the floor, get out there with clients, and teach a burpee, but more so make that connection that I'm talking about. Make somebody feel good every day. My friend Morgan likes to say that you should wake up every morning with the intention to enhance lives, and I couldn't think of a truer statement, because that's like the way to live your life, to feel fulfilled and satisfied. Um, He runs a meal prep service company, and he gets the opportunity to do that. Super proud of him. He's on the verge of launching his own location called Project Lean Nation. Y'all should go check them out um literally this weekend so 29 years old student didn't go to college he has an incredible story that I should let him tell not me uh, but he's really great and he's become a good friend in a short time and he noticed something in me that I was just like really really excited that someone else picked up on so that's kind of my story um I've done a whole lot of shit since which you can absolutely ask me questions about but yeah I think that you know like
1: So yeah, obviously you gave a lot of information there. So yeah,
0: that's fine. break it down for me, Dom.
1: No, first thing I wanted to ask you was something I caught in the beginning. You said you don't believe in meal planning or prepping, and you think it's bullshit.
0: Planning, yeah.
1: Planning, okay.
0: Prepping—that's a whole other story. You want I was to talk about it. that a more?
1: Okay, so I w- I'm curious about meal um, planning just because. you you need a plan. I feel like everybody says like you need a plan in in nutrition. You need need a fitness plan. You need a nutrition plan, this kind of plan. So why do you think that that's bullshit? Okay,
0: so here's why. I believe in meal planning, but I believe in prepping and planning ingredients, not recipes. So my philosophy day. that are awful cool for you well they also make these dressings. so add that that's another fat group and then the last but not least you're gonna add your beef your chicken whatever you want egg whites. they can stir fry go crazy that's my lunch or dinner and here's the beauty of that let's say for lunch I want to do the rice bowl for dinner I'm gonna do the salad I'm gonna swap a different dressing I'm gonna
1: Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't, I don't stick to the same thing where I'm eating the same thing every day, but I try to just be conscious of what I'm eating. Like for me, I mean, for the, for the most part in the morning, I'm the same thing. I have oatmeal and a banana with a scoop of peanut wow. butter and then eggs. And I, you know, mix the way I use eggs. And then throughout the day,
0: I, I got for you. what's up? Sounds weird, but hear me out. Um, Next time you make your oatmeal, if you want to make it a little fluffier, more like a quiche, take some egg whites, add them to your oatmeal, put them in your oatmeal as if you're going to add the water, mix it up, pop it in the fridge, or pop it in the microwave, excuse me, and then turn it into a little egg white protein action with the oatmeal. It's delicious, it's fire, I promise it's so good, so you have to put it in the oatmeal for about 30 seconds, take it out, do what you got to do with it. And then mix it all together, throw in some chocolate milk, add some cinnamon, add some powdered peanut butter. If you don't have the fat macros, it's spare, on a tablespoon of peanut butter because sometimes we just don't. I love avocados. I actually have an avocado tattoo. I love them so much. Um, So, yeah. So, try it out the next time you make oatmeal, and I'm telling you, it's a game changer. All of my clients love it. They don't trust me at first, and then they fucking go for it, and they're like, damn, this shit's last. I should have done this, like, two weeks ago.
1: Right. So how are you able to determine each person's macros? Like you said, you and Dane macros. Yeah. How did you you said how do you know that you and Dane, you guys said you had different macros. How did you figure that out? And then how do you work? Okay, good on question that? on
0: that. Yeah. So this is the crux of what I provide as a service, right? So like as a fitness professional, as a nutrition coach, dietitians are actually more at leisure to be able to do this with a little more uh like fervor i guess i should say um, but basically the story is this uh they are allowed to give you and i do this I'm, i give a client a macro ratio based on the following so as a backtrack let's let, let's get into the numbers here a bit this is the way this works so protein carbs and fats all it is is the nutrients that make up your food you also have micronutrients potassium b12 all that jazz right so here's how it works You have a certain ratio that works best for your body. So, some of us are more ketogenic, we're going to respond better to a higher fat diet. Some of us are a little bit more responsive to glycogen and glucose. If you're a diabetic, it's probably macros should lie so for example your bmr works like that you're going to step on an in-body machine which is just a fancy scale that can measure your scale and muscle mass against your body fat water all that content we're pretty much 60 percent water as human beings for cucumbers that's what i like to tell people so your weight is just simply a fluctuation of the inflammation in your body when you actually Caloric deficit. So that BMR number that I mentioned—that is how many calories you *dom* need to survive if you're simply sitting on the couch and doing nothing else all day. Maybe you click the button on a clicker to watch Netflix. That is it, nada. So that number is a good baseline because you're gonna exercise, you're gonna move around, you're gonna lose and burn calories when you sit at your computer, go to class, talk. All of that. So you need to take that number and be pretty close to it to start, maybe drop it by one to 200 calories. The golden rule of like weight loss for fat loss specifically, not muscle mass and not actual weight on the scale. The scale doesn't tell the whole story. I make my clients take progress pictures for this exact reason. The golden rule is to be at approximately a 500-calorie deficit from where your body typically wants to live. In that time, you should do a cut for about where you consistently drop cows if you need to for about 12 weeks. After those 12 weeks, you evaluate your progress. You see how you look. Your body needs to take what's called a diet break. Then you kind of loosen up, pull back. Maybe you try track your food a little less closely. I make all of my high are intake in my and they have to weigh everything they're eating portion sizes in america i'm preaching i know preaching information that everyone knows is a huge fucking problem it's it's people's biggest issue to why they cannot lose weight lie to ourselves about portion sizes a tablespoon of peanut butter is more like three and that's the difference of another uh, 150 to 300 calories that adds up at the end of the day when all it takes is 500 calories to continually lose that pound. So 3,500 calories is one pound. pound. So to lose a pound of fat, you need to be in a deficit of 3,500 calories over the course of a week. That'll help you in 12 weeks lose about 12 pounds. So the way that works on a mass level is that in your food, in your macros, the way it works is there's calories per gram for each of the macros. Protein and carbs are actually exactly the same. The role that they play in the body is different, which is why they have a different effect. Protein and carbs are four calories per gram. So that means that if I eat something that weighs one gram and it's solely a carbohydrate, obviously foods are combinations of all three of the groups. But if I eat something that's just a vegetable for one gram, that's going to be four calories of energy. So that's the kicker. Is this? That is nine. So it's double. So that's why people like the Atkins diet or the South Beach diet or Weight Watchers—they all promote lower. Follow that with the exception of what I said about a diabetic or maybe somebody who is like an Ironman athlete and they need to have constant energy. They want to burn slower with their calories. So fat is a better source of calories. for them. It keeps them full longer. They don't have as much time to eat um, and carbs convert to energy real quick. But they need a slow, sustained drop. So that's not as good for them. So that's how it works. That's how I figure all that out.
1: God damn. How long did it take you to kind of go from where you were? just living your life without really thinking about it to seriously getting like serious about doing all this shit?
0: So basically the way I got to this is by um, being a, uh, just being a consumer um, who couldn't figure out what wasn't working and what was working. And so what I did was a lot of trial and error until I got to a place where I was set up, like I said, and then now in terms of tracking, that's a lovely I do is I um I will go through phases, right? So, like right now, for example, I'm in a fat loss phase and I need to figure out how to eat less food and continue to fuel my body to be a coach. I teach 10 classes a week. That's a lot of steps, a lot of walking around, a lot of energy. Um, and I basically just got to a place where I unfortunately, and I can touch on this, I fell into a pretty deep depression about six months ago. Um, and I'll elaborate more on why and how that came to be, but I put on a lot of weight. So because of COVID, I lost a bunch of muscle. I went through serious muscular atrophy. I went from being about 165 pounds to being only uh, 130 in less than three months. I didn't know what to do about it. I stopped exercising because I was so depressed and I wound up then putting back on 20 pounds of mostly fat. So I'm working with Sanan right now to try to work through that, get my abs back. And basically, I have him, and I'm a huge believer of this. Every coach needs a coach because you just need somebody to keep you accountable. That's the role coaches play on teams. That's the role captains play. So that's his role in my life. Um, I shoot the shit with him. We bounce ideas off. stay within plus or minus five pounds. That's where I wanna live so that when I'm four weeks away from a vacation and I gotta be in a bikini or I'm six weeks out from a photo shoot that I'm doing for something, I can be ready to go by just
1: Okay, because I have this fitness tracking app. I don't really use it a lot, but it's like the okay. under, it's, it's like a My fitness Pal or something. My like that.
0: fitness pal. That's what I use with my clients, the Under Armour one, yeah. So all my clients use it. I believe in it fully. The reason why it's great is because it has a whole bank of food, and you can also scan shit with your camera, which is awesome. All right, yeah, um, you're going to taste- te-
1: you're gonna have to teach me how to utilize this better. because I, yeah, I, like,
0: I can uh, help you, man. All right, all cool. right so let's do an exercise, Dom. Um, here we also, go. How much do you weigh?
1: So when – it's funny you said, because I did the thing where I plugged in my height, my weight, and all that, and it said, I'm like six, I'm about six foot, about 200 pounds, okay. so.
0: Yeah. Where do you, you want to
1: be? Uh, it's weird right now, because I'm at an awkward spot. If we have, if we have a football season in the spring, I'm going to bump up to like yeah. five, but if we don't, so, if we don't, so- I'd like to drop down.
0: Okay, so this brings up a really interesting equation because you, my friend, are the type of person who actually, if he needs to woke up, you need to consume more calories. So here's what you would do. You would, um, I would need to put you in a caloric surplus of 500 plus calories. So what I do to start off your numbers is I do body weight times 10. So body weight times 10, that would put you at about a 2,000 calorie meal plan a day. That is only if you wanna maintain your current weight. So if you wanna lose, I drop that closer to, you know, anywhere
1: 180, yeah. So do one eighty
0: um, times four. Do it times four.
1: Okay. Seven twenty.
0: Subtract that number from two
1: thousand. Okay. I'm te- I'm not good at math either, so I'm uh, I'm shamelessly okay. I'm shamelessly using a calculator. All right. Twelve eighty.
0: Okay. Now now divide that number times point three.
1: Point three. Okay. Four forty three hundred.
0: Okay. So wait. Hold on. Multiply. Sorry. Multiply it times 0.3. Sorry. Sorry.
1: Okay, so what were we at? 1280 times yeah. 384.
0: Okay, now divide that by 9 43. Okay, so that's how many grams of fat you should have. That's a little low. I would bump that up closer to like 50 or 60. Okay. Um, and then from there, the last thing I would do is take your macros up to um, the carbs. So whatever we have left over at this point. So let's say you had about 2,000 calories dedicated to, or your 2,000 calories, you had X amount dedicated to protein, 180 grams. We had about 50 grams dedicated to fat, or 50 to 60. As a female, you never want to danger lower, like the danger zone for macros for fat is lower than 45 grams or 40. You don't want to be lower than that because it's bad for brain function and brain health. Your brain sends messages to the rest of your body, right? And that's coded in fat cells. So if you're not intaking enough fat, it can fuck with your hormones, it fucks with your receptors and the way your body communicates to itself. That can also be cause for cancer issues, getting pregnant, estrogen levels being off. A lot of that has to do with taking birth control and all that jazz too. I've had my own experiences with that, but I've been unfortunately negative. But uh, yeah, so um, you want to be somewhere between 50 and 60. Unless you're doing keto, most women don't want to be over 60 grams of fat. It's just not necessary. Because then it it causes you to slack in the carb category, which we don't want. Because we get the bulk of our energy from carbs. The body converts it into glycogen and then takes that glucose, uses it to get through a workout, get that energy, get that exercise completed, and then it gets depleted. And then you need to refuel with amino acids in the form of protein to build your muscles big and strong. And then the carbohydrates so that you can have energy after your workout. Right. Um you i'd say whatever you have left over i don't know we're probably flirting with something like 170 to 100 and i don't know maybe 160 to 170 grams of carbs and then long-term goal if you're trying to put on weight and put on muscle i would slowly increase the amount of carbohydrates that you're consuming so like let's say next week you didn't gain any weight i take that 160 and bump it up to about 170 and do it slow 5 10 grams at a time because otherwise you're going to put on fat and if i was going to do the reverse if I was going to have you lose weight, I would have you take those numbers down, cut them out, cut them off. A lot in the beginning, what we're losing is, is, is water, just water. 100%. So, yeah. So that's what I would do. All
1: right. That'll about do it for this episode of the podcast. Make sure to tune in to episode 23, part two of Krista Huber. You're not going to want to miss that. A lot of great stuff coming up in there. She talks about how she left her comfortable nine-to-five job, making more money than she ever had in her life because she wasn't happy. And she turned a side hustle into what she now is doing full-time in being an entrepreneur, fitness and nutrition coach, this, that, and the other. She's got a lot of great things in the works. So be on the lookout for that coming very soon. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Join the mailing list. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, tell your friends. Let's keep this community growing. Love you guys. See you next time.